Hey everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Fortifying Your Faith. I'm Hasten Hanley, and I'm really glad you can join us today as we are starting out our new season, our new year, and our new theme for this podcast. Last year, we started back up after a while, taking a break, and... Uh, started really digging in and talking about people of faith, looking through these characters in the Bible, and really trying to look at them as character studies and see how we could emulate our lives after them, see how we could grow and, and focus our minds and focus giving our all to being faithful. This next couple of months, I'm not really sure how long this will last uh, as a season and as a topic because, well, there's only so many topics we can cover. We're going to be spending some time looking at Christian evidences, looking at apologetics, looking at this whole scope of how we can prove the Bible with things outside of the Bible. That's not saying that we're not going to discuss the Bible this season. In fact, we're going to be spending a lot of time in the Bible this season discussing this topic. But I want us to really spend some time and and get to know these things that we consider Christian evidences or apologetics just that much more because they're needed. We live in a time, in a in a place, in an environment that the things that you can prove, the things that you can and can prove with your senses, that being touch, taste, uh, smell, hear, and feel, those are the things that are the only things that we think about, that we listen to, that we pay attention to. But when we take all of that and we look at something that requires faith, it's very difficult for a large portion of this uh, community, of this world around us, to be able to put faith into, well, faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. We have to put our physical senses behind us, but we can prove that the Bible is real. And we can do it where the people are. Uh, One of my favorite accounts of conversion is Acts chapter 8 with the Ethiopian eunuch. When you read that passage... Philip begins at the same scripture and preaches unto him Jesus. That is a very impactful thing to me as a preacher is to start where someone is. Well, what happens if they don't believe the Bible? We still have to start where people are. Perhaps someone is more of a history buff. Start there. Maybe someone is more of a science person. Start there. This season, I hope uh, we can discuss in no particular order biology, the authenticity of the Bible, 
Things like oceanography, history, archaeology, cosmology, physics, geology, uh, the age of the earth, creation, geography, the flood, and prophecy. Perhaps you have done a better job than me uh, listing those out. I think that's 14 or 13 different topics, 14 including this week's lesson. Which, by the way, this is the second recording. So if I'm going a little faster, it's because I took a, a week or two. Well, I should say I took about a month off and uh, forgot my settings to record this. So uh, I had to throw that one in the trash can and start over. But here we are. You might be asking the question, Hasten, why are we discussing Christian evidences? What even is Christian evidences? Well, some people uh, like to use another word for it, and that is apologetics. That is putting a defense for what you believe, standing up for what you believe in. Well, that's what we're here to learn to do. Finding the best arguments, the best defense, the best proof for why we believe what we believe. And yet, we have to be able to know what is being said. Because there's a lot of times we can stand up and stand for what the Bible says, but... But we say, well, you need to be studying the Bible. And someone who might not believe the Bible will say, why? Well, because it's the Word of God. Well, how do you know that it's the Word of God? Well, the Bible says that it is. Well, you start to see the circular reasoning. Why would someone take the time to study the Bible and to learn it and to live the way that the Bible commands us to live if they don't believe it. When we stop and we consider these things, we have to realize we have to teach someone even the basics of knowing that the Bible is the Word of God. Things like biology. Things like history. Things like archaeology. Things like even the understanding of the flood all attribute to proving the Bible. There are things within the human body, let's talk about biology for a second, that prove that there has to be an intelligent creator. Because you cannot just accidentally stumble upon the human body. There are so many things within the human body that's so intricate. The central nervous system, for one. The circulatory system. Uh, you think about the processes that a human eye takes in. You think about the brain and how it controls everything. You think about how muscles work. All of these things that we delve into with biology... All of those things scream that it didn't just happen. There had to have been someone 
intelligent enough to put all of that into motion. What about, uh, let's go with uh, the flood or the age of the earth, either one of those two. So many people think, well, you look at the earth, you look at things like the Grand Canyon, you look at mountains and these, these different strata of rocks. It screams that the earth is millions of years old. Well, honestly, that's making an assumption that when God created the world, it was this perfect, smooth, non-weathered thing. I don't mean to to pick on people, but there are some people that you look at and you know their age and you stop and think they have been through a lot. Because sometimes after going through difficult circumstances, you bear the scars of them, whether that be wrinkles, whether it be actual scars, whether it be aging of any kind. Have we ever stopped to think that the earth is bearing the scars of the difficult times it's been through? You think about the flood. That was not something that would have been easy. You think about how much water was on the earth. You think about moving and sloshing with the wind. You stop and consider all of these things, and yes, that is a very obvious sign that the earth has gone through difficult things, uh, objectively speaking, and it's not going to look brand new. You think about every time a volcano erupts. You think about uh, Mount St. Helen and how over two or three years it created the mini Grand Canyon just from all of the activity from the volcano. Why is it that we need to stop and think about this? Because we have to give a defense for the truth. Apologetics, uh, it's not saying I'm sorry, but it's the Greek idea of apologia, giving a defense. We have to be able to stand up and give a defense for the truth. Because when we talk to someone about the Bible who doesn't know the truth, What are we going to say? When someone comes up to us and wants to know about the truth, do we look at them and say, well, they're an atheist, they're not going to believe. They are so hard against the Bible, why would I even waste my time talking to them about it? You know, there are probably those, in fact, I know uh, Acts chapter 9, after Saul of Tarsus became a Christian, After he repented and was baptized and had his sins washed away, there were still those in Damascus that were a little leery of him. There were those who thought, he's just come here to throw us into prison. We're not going to let him sit down and worship with us. We cannot assume someone is going to listen to the Bible. We cannot assume someone is not going to change their life. We cannot assume any of those things what we need to do and what we as Christians ought to do is sit down and talk to someone about the Bible. But we have to know what we're talking about. We have to be prepared and we have to 
have our feet underneath us so that we can adequately defend the truth. So over the next, uh, well, I think I count 13 weeks, let's sit together and study these topics so that way we can honestly and objectively discuss the Bible with those around us and seek to really be able to talk to people about the gospel. So I hope you will come back next week and sit down and study with us. But until then, keep studying so that way we can all keep growing and that way we can keep fortifying our faith and be able to give a defense.